Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Matchup breakdown. Analysts on every game. Everything a Steelers fan can want. This is fourth down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Fourth down in the Steel City. Steelers, Eagles, Sunday, one o'clock. I'm Adam. That's my buddy, Colin. Colin, I'm going to Philly. What do you think? I think it's great. You know, it, uh, can we talk about something? Let's talk about this because I think this is a big topic here. I think NFL games get a bad rap in terms of the violence. There are a lot of, like, I went to Steelers and Jets earlier this year. I think the approximation of games that I've been to, I'm 45 now, I'll be 46 in December. The game, the amount of games I was, I've been at from the time, ages between eight and probably thirty-five, Steeler games was probably about seventeen thousand two hundred and twelve. That's right. So that being said, I think that the <laughs> violence is vastly overrated at games. I think that there's a couple knuckleheads everywhere at every event and everything in life in our fine country right now that ruin it for a few people. It is a better experience at home because of the pacing, not because of the violence. That's been my thought. Oh, I'm with you. The thing for me at games isn't drunk guy X, Y, Z, although there are some sometimes it's not that someone's going to hawk a loogie on the back of my head or dump a beer on me. Even if I go to a game on the road, that generally hasn't been my experience. The problem is it's such a pain in the ass and it's your whole day. And I will go to a West Virginia football game once a year because it's too much other than that. It's an entire day. I could drive down to the north side, go to a Steelers game. You got to leave early in the morning. You got to stay for the game. That's the fun part. Then you're stuck in traffic for two hours if you stay for the entirety of the game. That's it. That's your day. And some people love that to be their day. To me, that's the bigger problem is that football it just games so aren't a game. Consuming. They're an event. Yes. That's, that's the thing. And I'm with you on that. It is. There's there's time on the front side. There's time on the back side. Now, listen, we are not we are never, ever, ever, ever. I say this all the time, man. This is such a great discussion. And I don't think enough people have it. We are never an accurate barometer for things because we're jaded. One, we sit in the press box a lot. Two, we work in sports. 
what we do sometimes, what we what we have the advantage to be able to do in our life, that's a normal course of action in our job to walk into a locker room. Not a lot of people work in places where some people pay money to go on tours to go to those right. places. And so it's never lost on me how special it is what we do. That said, it becomes commonplace. And that's not because we don't appreciate it. It just becomes commonplace when something is your workplace. So we're the last people, I think, sometimes when we go to games to understand the enormity of it for Joe from Kane, PA or Mike from Greensburg or whatever that just has a chance to go to a game once every five years and saves up a lot of money or even once a year, maybe even just once every week. And that is essentially his getaway. It's not our getaway. It's what we do. So we're an inaccurate barometer on being able to comment on things like that. No, I think you're right about that. And it's one of the reasons why I'm jacked up to go with my man, Jimmy Stevens and his girlfriend, Jenna to Philadelphia this weekend because my man is so damn excited to see the Steelers play, to watch him play a football team that is significantly better than his. He doesn't care. He wants to watch his team play. And I know it's Philly, and their fans are loyal, and the team is really good, and it's going to be packed. You're still going to see some Steelers fans there, because regardless of whether or not they're good, they've been so often good, but regardless of whether or not they're good, People want to see their team play. No, you're right about that. And I try to put myself in the shoes that I used to be in. My much smaller shoes, Colin. My younger selves' shoes, if you will. I enjoy going to games. I did. Now, I'm old. There's a lot going on. It's a whole production. But I think you're right. Yeah, it is. It is a big production. To the game, though, I guess we got to talk about that. And we got to talk about a bunch of other things. Breaking news seemingly as we talk that it feels like it might be getting closer and closer and it turns from um, doubtful to questionable, I guess, in the old way of doing things Mm -hmm. that TJ Watt could play in this football game, which is really interesting to me. Um, I said people are out of their mind if they think he's going to play unless he goes through a practice where he has shoulder pads and a helmet on. Well, apparently he went through practice where he had shoulder pads and a helmet on. So that is pushing it to the, in the direction of, again, from doubtful to, or from uh, whatever doubtful, whatever the better one is, uh, questionable to doubtful or doubtful to questionable. There you go. Yeah. That said, um, man, I'm a big, I'm a big, if the doctor clears you, you get out there kind of guy. Yeah. I mean, if he's out there running around, and I'm watching video of him do it right now because I want to get the full, clear picture, baby. Oh, Boy, yeah. what a what a beautiful fall day on the north side of Pittsburgh where T.J. Watt is running around. Well, he actually did on the south side of Pittsburgh. What did I say? North that's, side. Yeah, that's where the practice. No, he's just he's running all over the place, Colin. He's uh-huh. going from the north to the south. He's got that kind of range. If he can go, he should go. Like the Steelers, if he's cleared, he should play. It shouldn't be one of those things where he's cleared, let's be careful with him. Because just last week, we talked about this. If the Steelers had beat the Dolphins, they're three and four. We mm-hmm. assumed they were going to lose to the Eagles. That would make them three and five. But we said at three and five that they would be in this thing. Thus, if they beat the Eagles and get the three and five, they'll be in this thing. 
This is a must-win game. This is a franchise that thinks it contends until it is no longer mathematically able to contend. If he is cleared, do not be cautious with TJ Watt. Play him, because here's the other thing. If Watt gets re-injured, that's not good for him. That stinks. I will feel for him. I'm an empathetic kind of guy. However, he gets hurt again. You're two and six. Now you've got the final two months of the season, plus the entire offseason, to get TJ Watt ready for next year when it does matter. So play his ass. Let's go. Right. And it's is it a linear um comeback from this injury or is it not? That's what I don't understand. Like, does he have a better chance of being injured because he's not all the way healed? Or is it just he's he if he has the same exact chance of being injured on Sunday that he would in 14 days from Sunday. Yes. Then that that to me is the big question Great point. here. You know, I, I is is healed a finite thing? Is back a finite thing? Uh, you know, football players say after week one you're never hundred percent again until week one of the next season anyway. So I just that's the part I don't get. Like, will he be any more healthy after the bye? That's a great it's a great point. And if he is able to go, I don't know that it swings things. <laughs> 12 points into the Steelers' favor, right? Obviously, it does not. It would give them a better chance of winning. Forget about this game, though. I mean, because the reality is we can match things up. Well, the Steelers' defensive line versus the Eagles' offensive line. Well, it's just Cam Hayward versus a really good unit. You can flip it the other way, and you can say the Eagles' defensive line should eat against the Steelers' offensive line. You can talk about the quarterback matchup. You can talk about skill position. The Eagles have a better roster than the Pittsburgh Steelers, no doubt about it. The only way you think the Steelers have a chance is if you lick your finger, you put it up in the wind, and you say, hmm, today, football's going to happen. And what I mean by that is the NFL's stupid, it's kooky, and weird stuff happens. The Steelers could win the game just because you can win any game you play, I think, unless you're playing like the Bills or the Chiefs. If T.J. Watt comes back here and after, though, Right. And let's say you do strike football midnight tonight on the Eagles or Sunday night on the Eagles, and you do upend them. I'm not rolling them out to make the playoffs then. And they've got so many issues. And the offensive coordinator's that bad. This guy's that important, though. I mean, he is, to me, and we've seen it, maybe the most important non-quarterback, hyperbole alert, in the NFL, Colin. I have two things to this. First of all, the only way the Pittsburgh Steelers could win this football game is if they get two-plus turnovers. They sure. win the turnover margin by two-plus. And T.J. Watt essentially has to play for that to happen, I think. Um, one, You need a strip sack. You need something to happen in and around the scrimmage line. I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to throw three interceptions to your one or to your one-force fumble. Now let's paint a picture. This is where it really gets entertaining to me. If you somehow win, and I think that you'll win against this team if you can win. It's a it's, it's an right. ultra long, it's a long shot. shot. The way that you win against this team, the Eagles, is a defensive-driven game. The Steelers aren't beating the Eagles. I, I don't think forty-five, forty-two. Like that's not going to happen. They're going to somehow. It's going to be turnover fest. Something weird is going to happen, and they would win sixteen, thirteen somehow. If it happens where you win. And it's defensive driven. And again, the only way I think they can win is defensive driven. It becomes even more of a point that you have to fire the offensive coordinator because then you're still in it. 
and your offense is still terrible. But there's the bye week, and you still have a shot to make the playoffs. If they win and it's propelled by the defense and the offense just kind of hung on, then it's a real Baltimore Cam Cameron situation. Yeah, because it would tell me that it's it's still right there because the one thing you need to fix is your offense. Right. Uh, the defense, the last two weeks has nutted up, and they've been more along the lines of what we expected to see this year. And maybe, maybe I should cut them some slack for being without Watt and not being great at times earlier on the year. They've really only had one bad overall defensive performance. And that was against the Buffalo Bills. Against the Jets, they were bad in the fourth quarter. They were bad in the fourth quarter against the Browns. They've had moments, right? I'm with you. Let's get to the offensive coordinator. Next fourth down in the Steel City.